This Sunday, today, we celebrate the Feast of the Epiphany, the manifestation of our Lord as the Messiah of the world, the Son of God, and also the Savior of the world. In the year 587 before Christ, the Babylonians came and destroyed the city of Jerusalem and people who survived the destruction, they were sent into exile to Babylon. Then after 50 years, the Persians came and, and conquered Babylon and the Jews were freed. They were allowed to go to return back to their country, to their land. So when they arrived in Jerusalem, what they found was beyond their belief. Even after 50 years, the city of Jerusalem was shambled, mess, and also a complete destruction. So they were dismayed, they were disappointed, they were saddened. Then Isaiah the prophet came with a message of hope, the message of courage. We've heard from the first reading, rise and splendor Jerusalem, the light has come. The glory of the Lord will shine upon you. So from the revelation or the prophetic message of Isaiah was that Jerusalem will be rebuilt again and then it will also be the center of spirituality where a lot of people from different countries will come and also will be nourished by spiritual light, faith, and life. Now, Matthew, the evangelist, compares or parallels this event to, the, to Jesus Christ, the birth of our Lord. The Magi came, the wise man from the east to pay him homage. And then there were also many other people who came to see the newborn Jesus. So Jesus will be the center, not only of spirituality, but everlasting life, new life, the new covenant, where all the people will draw their spiritual nourishment, which will prepare them for the everlasting life. The Magi, they came with their gifts, gift of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Gold is normally given to the king to show that Christ is king of the universe, king of the Jewish, and also king of our lives. He is the ruler. He is the one who guides us, inspires us. We have our life in him, and then he has given us life. As he said it himself, I came to give them life, life in abundance. So he, he came to give us that life, the life not only that keeps us to survive here on earth, but also the life for everlasting that is to come. 
The frankincense is also used normally to honor God in the temple, like we do sometimes when there is the high mass, we uh, incense the uh, altar and are also the Holy Communion. That is to show our honor to God. And the mirror is also used in the sanctuary, especially to bless the Ark of the Covenant, also the altar and other objectives. So these three gifts show that Christ is the king. Christ is also the high priest. He is the son of God. And also the mirror shows us that he will suffer, die, and rise again to give us life. So what do we learn from him, from this? The manifestation of our Lord. He manifests himself to us in different and very many ways. He manifests himself in the family, where he will be the head of the family there, to keep united the family and to show them love and to show them respect and also mercy in the family. And also, he came and he manifests himself to us in forgiveness, in loving one another and respecting one another. And also, to serve one another as he himself commanded us to do. The uh, gift given by the Magi, before they gave him, they prostrated themselves. They knelt down and they, gave, they offered him that gift. St. Paul, in his letter to the Philippians, it says, every knee will bow and then every time shall proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord. And that is what the Magi and this wise man did. So for us, we are here in this Eucharistic celebration to worship him, to honor him, and also to love him. We prostrate, we kneel down only for God, to show him our honor, to pay him homage. And this is what we learn from the Magi. And also, the gift God has given us, the gift of love, the gift of forgiveness that we have received from him. And that is what Christ wants us to share with our, among ourselves, to share the love he has given us, to share also the forgiveness he has given us. So let us ask the Lord in this Eucharistic celebration that we may always be filled with the grace of Christ, that we may be able to always honor him, honor him truly, not in our lips, but also by our actions and by our lives. And to worship him, especially as he manifests himself in this Eucharistic celebration, where we are nourished by the body and blood of Christ, which will give us everlasting life. And also let us ask him to fill us with his, his grace, that we may always be strong in our faith. We may always be strong in our prayer lives, that we may always be ready to worship him, to honor him, and also to love him. So let us make this opportunity, especially as we celebrate this Eucharist, to fill us with his grace and also give us all his blessings 
that we may strong in our faith in honoring and worshiping him and also loving and serving our neighbors. Amen.